I'm just gonna start recording, cause it's fun. I did a thing! We're gonna be better people by the end of this. The thing that I did! Sarah! I did a thing! Talk about it! Welcome to I Did a Thing, a podcast about unremarkable people doing remarkable things. I'm Sarah. And I'm Birdie. Uh, and again this week, it's just me and Birdie. Yeah. I think that's good sometimes. <laughs> I like you. I like you! Hey, there we go. <laughs> and and we, we've been doing some things. We've been doing so lots of fun stuff. Let, let's get into it. Yeah. Uh, the thing I did. The thing I did. What did you do this week, Bertie? Okay, so Sarah, you're gonna <clears throat> you're gonna laugh at me. <laughs> um, well, okay, let's back up. My ankle is doing better. I uh, messed it up a couple weeks ago and have not been running or or uh, skating or doing anything for two weeks. So it's I'm able to walk on it now without limping around. Mm-hmm. And it's still getting swollen, so I'm icing it all the time. But um, I'm walking without a limp, which is very encouraging. Yeah. Um, but that has also made me slow in everything, and I hate moving slowly. <laughs> and uh, I actually ended up walking a 5K by accident. I can talk about that in a minute. But um, uh, the 5K was downtown. I had to take the bus downtown. Because I didn't want to drive downtown, and I got mad about that, so I borrowed a bicycle, and I'm gonna bike more often. I haven't actually biked anywhere, but I took the first step of asking to borrow a bike because I'm not ready to commit to actually purchasing one right. with my track record. But <laughs> I'm going to attempt to like biking probably as much as I like running, which is minimal. <laughs> minimal. But enough to do it and get me around town sometimes. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, if you're going, if you're using it for transportation, I think that's kind of, I mean, you go into it with a different mindset. Like, you know, you're, you have a destination. And you're yeah, trying there's to an get end back. point, which is <laughs> right? very important. I can have, do this three miles. Uh, have you... You see, that comment makes me wonder, have you in the past been taken on uh, forced bike rides where someone else was deciding how long you had to ride for? No. Okay, so here's my history with biking. Every so often, this being one of them, I think, I should bike. That's ridiculous that I don't do this. And, like, just to get from place to place. And right. I don't have to, like, my work is four miles away. My pole studio is two and a half miles away. There's a perfectly good brewery within biking distance of on every direction from me I hate parking I hate paying for parking like I should bike this is a thing I should do so I get in my head that I'm going to do this I go out and buy a shitty bike and then all inevitably the first place I want to go to is way too far Mm. uh, for an initial bike ride and with a shitty bike and it's hilly here and I end up just hating it hating it hating it and one time I even biked from Minneapolis to St. Paul and hated it so much. I left 
it was like a $50 bike, but I left <laughs> the bike there. It's like, fuck oh, this. Man. Somebody gave me a ride home. I'm out. I'm not doing it. So this time I'm going to borrow a bike and not actually purchase one. Yeah. Um, I can see how if you're riding a shitty bike. Right. That has definitely contributed to your hatred of uh, cycling. Because, first of all, usually those bikes are super heavy. Yes. Um, and they're always, the ones I'm attracted to are from the 70s. And they're cute. And they're one speed. and yeah, Right. It's not a good choice. I'm borrowing one and I lowered the seat so that it fits me better. How about that? That, that I, is a good first step. <laughs> I lowered the seat. Hey. Well, good yeah. luck on your bicycling adventures. Thank you. I think tomorrow I might take it out for a spin after work and see. I was supposed to have plans, but those plans have since been canceled. So now I have the whole evening to do whatever I want. Fun. Yeah. What have you done this week? Well, the biggest, most exciting thing that I did in the last week is that I finally launched the website for my... Yes running coach business so uh, if any of the listeners out there have been interested in uh, finding out more about my coaching um, the website is metal training and it's m-e-t-t-l-e training.com um, I like that yeah uh, so on there there um, is two free training plans if you just want to try one out. Um, the first one is um, a plan I call Jumpstart, and it's for people who are literally getting up off of the couch <laughs> uh, and trying to get into or back into fitness. So um, it'll take you from walking just like five minutes a day um, up to 20 minutes in four weeks. Um, to get you kind of ready to then uh, do a Couch to 5K program. Um, so like I said, that's free. And there's also a free um, Couch to 5K program on there. Um, and then there's a few other plans, um, like pre-made plans. And then there's some other options to get more individualized coaching from me. Uh, so if that's of interest to you or anyone you know, uh, please check it out. I'd be super that's happy awesome. to to help you out with your running. That's amazing, Sarah. That's a huge step. Yeah, I've been working toward that for a long time. I have I have my uh, my first official paying client. <laughs> Ooh! Uh, it is Sam, uh, who I've mentioned a couple of times on the podcast before that I have been helping with or coaching um, for a, a few months now, actually, um, for free. Um, and he kept saying, "It, uh, you know, you should let me pay you for all this work that you're doing. And so that's part of that's what motivated me <laughs> to finally get the website up. So he is now a paying customer. So I definitely appreciate that. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you've been talking about doing this for what, a, like working toward this for a year or so? Yeah, a little over a year. This so, is great. Yeah. So um, there's there's still more to come on the website. There's some things that I haven't quite finished up yet. Um, and uh, there should be um, some like weekly blog, 
blog posts starting this week too. Um, but the Ooh. training plans are up there. So, um, and that's then, amazing. Yeah, I, I'm excited about it. I haven't really started advertising it too much yet because I didn't feel like it was 100% ready. Uh, but I I post about it posted about it on Facebook a few places. And, mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> Um, it's all happening. And then the other thing that happened this week was yeah. um, in one of the Facebook groups that I belong to, uh, people started talking about it would be fun um, if we all did mm. a virtual 5K together. Uh, so I threw my hat into the ring and said, I'll organize it. Um, Sponsored by Metal Running. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, the Facebook group, we, I've kind of mentioned it a few times before, um, and we've actually had a few guests um, who were people that I met uh, or via that Facebook group, but it's for Star Trek fans. Um, so the the um, the 5K is, is vaguely uh, Star Trek themed. It's called uh, the, fi- the Fat Tribble 5K. Um, and, like uh, there's a, a public event for it on Facebook. So even if you're not a member of that Facebook group, uh, you're welcome to come and join it. Uh, if you just search on Facebook for fat tribble 5k, you should find it. And there's instructions on there about how to sign up. Um, and how does, how does that work? How does a virtual 5k work? Well, so in general, how virtual 5Ks works um, is usually they do, most of the ones I've seen, you have like a 24-hour period. Um, I set it up to have like basically the weekend. So um, from, uh, I think I put from midnight on Friday to midnight on Sunday um, to run your 5K. And you can run it on a treadmill, you can run it outside, you can go to the track, whatever works for you. Um, uh, but you, you go out and run your 5k, um, and then, uh, you have to provide some proof that you did it and in what time that you did it in, um, Mm. usually, uh, an app or like if you ran on the treadmill, you can take a picture of the, the treadmill display. Um, and then you get usually all of the same things that you would get. Uh, at a regular race, so like a medal. Are you and, making t-shirts? I, I am planning on making t-shirts. Um, I'm still figuring out exactly what all the swag is going to be, <laughs> uh, mainly because it's going to depend on how many people sign up, uh, exactly what we can afford. Right. Uh, but yeah, there, there should be probably t-shirts and um, the number uh bib that you you would wear on a, at a race if you want to wear that while you're running and um uh, probably a medal and and maybe one or two other things we'll see <laughs> you should do a like a, a holodeck shirt because this is basically a holodeck <laughs> situation i like you're running it but it's not quote real yeah <laughs> it's as real as a holodeck would be Kind of, yeah. <laughs> um, a little bit of Star Trek. <laughs> uh, I found somebody uh, also via Facebook who uh, is a graphic design student, and she uh, generously created a logo for us already that Ooh, is a really cute cool. uh, 
looking that triple. <laughs> um, oh, cute. Yeah, so uh, she created it, and I told her I would give her a cut of, of the money that we get from the people who sign up. Oh, so, that's cool. Yeah. Good, because um, I mean, I know you know this, but you pay people, pay your creative people whenever possible, because they always get the, sh- the short end of that stick. Right, yeah. Um, and then, what was I going to say? Oh, the other thing about the way uh, that we're doing this 5K is um, I am set it up as a, a predictor of 5K. Uh, so what that means is before you run, like when you sign up, uh, you put down the time that you think you're going to finish in. And then the winner isn't the person who's the fastest. The winner is the person who comes the closest to the time that they predicted. Uh, so that way, people who are all different paces can can still compete with each other. So, That's cool. Yeah. I like it. So, yeah. Check it out. I'd, we'd be happy to have anybody, even if you're not a Star Trek fan, anybody who wants to do a 5K, um, it's the last, going to be the last weekend in September, so. Last weekend in September. Yeah, so that should be, should give you time if you start training today, uh, to, uh, be in, in shape and ready to run a 5K the weekend that it comes. All right, well, should we get to the challenge zone? Yeah, challenge zone. Ch ch challenge zone. What have you done this month, uh, this week for self care? Um, I did a few things. Um, I have done, um, been doing the same uh, yoga with Adrian. Um. Yeah. When I had gotten kind of, I when I was on vacation and my parents were here, I had kind of stopped doing it, but I started getting back into that. Um, the other thing that I did was I saw this book uh, at work, um, and so and it looked really cool to me, so I went ahead and bought it. Um, it's a coloring book, uh, but it's also kind of, it's kind of like paint by numbers. Um, it's called Quirkles. Uh, Q-U-E-R-K-L-E-S. Um, but so... I've heard of this. Yeah, so each page is like a, a whole bunch of overlapping circles. Um, and then uh, there's different areas that are numbered one through five. Um, and then it leaves it up to you to pick what colors you want to assign to uh, one through five. Um, but you're supposed to pick... A, you know, dark is dark to light range of colors. Um, okay. So then you basically fill in uh, the areas with the color that you've assigned to each number. Um, and uh, you lots of times looking at it before you start coloring, you can't tell what it's going to be. Um, but then as you fill in the circles, um, the picture appears. <laughs> Ooh. Um, so the one that I got is animals. So I did one so far uh, that was a giraffe and one that was a camel. Um, and the giraffe, I, I could tell that's what it was going to be. But the camel, 
I was I was two thirds of the way done with it, and I, I still was like, I don't know what kind of animal this could possibly be. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. Um, so yesterday, um, I I I uh, my book club is next weekend, and I have a ways to go on the book that we're reading. So I got the audio book for it, and I put the audio book on, and then sat on the couch and. And colored one of the pages from my new coloring book, and it was very relaxing and good. That's awesome. What have you been doing, Birdie? Well, I, I'm wishing now that I had a coloring book. <laughs> um, that sounds great and sounds very fun. Um, what have I been doing? Well, one of the things I did this weekend was um, I've been grocery shopping and. Uh, feel like I'm more prepared for the week because I have some groceries. Yes. And then I also, yes, it's always important. Um, And then I also made soup today, which on a hot summer day, what else are you going to make? But uh, leek and potato soup, of course. (laughs) But that's what I made because that's what I wanted. Um, And it turned out really nice. And I got the leeks at the farmer's market. And that was a very nice experience as well. Just walking. I walked there and it was... Mm -hmm chill and I bought some leeks and some beans and we had a backyard fire last night and that was very nice invited some folks over and yeah I've just been trying to be present in the moments and also setting myself up for success in the following week yeah yeah definitely uh grocery shopping (laughs) just in general um you know, on the weekend so that you're all set up, like you were saying, it's helpful. And then, um, yeah, cooking something, getting, doing yeah. some meal prep is super helpful. It, I find, once I start doing it, I find it's relaxing to just go in the kitchen and cook. Uh, but then it also yeah. does make your week so much nicer that you don't have to worry about, uh, especially for me, like, um, if I get my meals that I'm going to take to work with me ready, then it's not like, oh, no, I'm supposed to leave for work in 10 minutes and I haven't done anything to get food ready. Like, exactly. And, yeah, so um, it, it does take a lot of that pressure off during the week. I kind of did a similar thing. I um, I had some a package of chicken thighs, and so I cooked the, the chicken thighs and um, some mushrooms, and then um, I got I, a package of um, sweet potato gnocchi from Trader Joe's. Mm. And then also a package of, um, they have this chimichurri flavored rice. Um, so I got those two. And then I mixed. Damn Trader Joe's. <laughs> great. So then I, I just, I mixed the chicken that I made in with those two things. Like when I cooked the chicken, I didn't, I just seasoned it with a little salt and pepper. So it would go with either one of them. And so that was like a simple, quick way to make like a whole week's worth of meals pretty much. So, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, well, should we wrap it up with the thing yeah. I love? Yes. I love things. I love fruits It's my sweet pleasure 
What are you loving on? Uh, the thing that I found out about this week that I am loving is there is this girl who calls herself the Blade Dress on social media. Um, the and she, Blade Dress? Blade, Blade Dress. B-L-A-D-R-E-S-S. Um, the reason why she calls herself that will be apparent in, when I explain what she's doing. <laughs> okay. She is rollerblading across oh. the U.S., so, um, oh boy. yeah, she started out in Florida and has gone all, all the way up the East Coast. And um, she actually, how I heard about her was that she was in Ohio this week. And then uh, she posted today that she was just getting into Indiana today. Um, so, yeah, she's out there rollerblading wow. every day. Um, and she's just, uh, from what I understand, kind of. Uh, going wherever like she'll sometimes ask people um like where should I go next or just kind of going wherever the road takes her it seems like and wow um just finding people along the way to help uh, put her up and stuff like that too um but she's doing all of this um to try to raise money um to uh pay for school fees uh for girls in um Africa and I think also um a little bit in South America too, uh, in part to encourage girls to stay in school uh, rather than uh, get married at a young age. Um, oh, so wow. That's think, great. Yeah, it's a definitely an awesome cause. Um, I looked at her webpage, and at least according to that, she hasn't raised a whole lot of money yet. So uh, if you have a little bit of money uh, to contribute to a cause like that, um, I, I think that is would be a great way to put a great place to put it um but yeah, yeah. you can follow her on uh facebook the bladress uh she also has an instagram um and then if you go to her facebook page you can also find the link to her she has a actual website too um and that's where she's taking donations the bladress yeah cool yeah well i i have a lot of questions about that but i would I'll look on her website, um, mostly about like, how does, how does she know where to go? Because a lot of times you can't actually rollerblade on the paths that a bike, uh, bike might take you on or a real map might take you on to. Um, I mean the photo, like I said, I just found out about her this week. Um, so I haven't been following her for super long. Um, but a lot of the photos and videos that she posts is just her, like, rollerblading like on the side of not the freeway obviously but like a highway oh shit yeah yeah all right so she just goes yeah she does i think have um a a support car that's uh with her okay sometimes but she doesn't have to carry all of her camping gear and stuff on her she does carry a backpack okay um but yeah water and food yeah Wow. So, okay, I'll have to check her, that out. That sounds great. Yeah, it looks like today, or today she was, which is Sunday, she was in Montpelier, Ohio, and by Friday she's planning to be in South Bend, Indiana. And will she, you go? Will she come near you? Uh, I I don't I don't I don't know. I don't think super close. Um, she was okay. going up like near Cleveland. Um, in in Ohio, 
Um, I mean, I guess it depends on how close you consider close. Like, South Bend isn't a super long ways from here, but it's not like I could just drive 20 minutes and see her. (laughs) Right. That's kind of what I meant. Yeah. Go watch her skate past you and then go back about your life. Yeah, no. Not that close. But yeah, she's already been out doing it for 120 some days, so. What? Yeah. How long will she be out? Do we know? Uh, I don't, I, I think her plan is just to cross the country, but I, I don't know. I don't know if she has a specific endpoint in mind. Wait, where did she start again? In Florida, like at the very tip of Florida. Okay. Okay. So she's kind of going north a lot and then maybe west. Yeah, yeah, like I said, she did like basically the whole east coast and then started cutting across. Right. Wow. Yeah. What about you, Bertie? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, I'm just admiring the ambition that that would take. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of people who have done similar things like basically on foot. Um. Right. But this is the first time I've ever heard of somebody doing intense. it on rollerblades. Um, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> not doing that. Yeah. Dear. Okay. Well, what are cool. you loving on, Birdie? Well, I have two things that I love. Um, the first one is in regard to my ankle. There's a, a machine that my chiropractor has and also my physical therapist had one when I was um, recovering with my broken ankle. Uh, mm-hmm. It's called a Game Ready. Game Ready. Hmm. Are you familiar with this? No, I've never heard of it before. So it's this machine that has a like a reservoir where you put a bunch of ice and water in. Mm-hmm. And it pumps it through this sleeve that you put on your affected area. So in my case, it wraps around my entire ankle like a like a moon boot almost, Mm -hmm. and it pumps this icy water through it. So it encloses your foot in icy water, and also the Game Ready compresses around your foot. So it, like, tightens, 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 but also all this ice water is shooting around it within the protective sleeve thing, so your foot's not getting all wet. But it's, it's like this hug that your foot's getting of freezing cold water. And I swear, my ink, when my foot is done, I think they usually put me in there for 15 minutes or so, my swollen ankle and foot are smaller than my regular one. They're, it's amazing. I guess I have seen those, but I didn't know what they were called. <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah, that sounds awesome. It's such a simple design, but it is, it's a game changer is what it is. Yeah. It's so good. It's my favorite part about going to the doctor like okay do all the things but also can I have that thing (laughs) that reminds me I was gonna mention before when you were talking about getting around on your bad ankle uh, I don't think Mm. you're necessarily uh, in the position to need this but I've seen a couple times on Facebook that somebody invented um a a new version of a crutch um that Yep. basically attaches to your knee um, and it has a platform yeah, for those. your sh- sh- like so that you can bend your knee and it supports your shin but then um, it has kind of like basically a peg leg that goes down from that a peg leg uh, yeah not 
not the were you thinking of the scooter thing because mm-hmm. that's also a thing that. yeah so instead of the scooter it um it just basically gives you a peg leg um and they showed people uh, using it and they made it look like it was really like almost as easy as walking yeah that um sean who we had on the show gosh six weeks six months ago or so um runs that group for broken derby folks oh uh and i see that brought up there occasionally and i don't know if anybody's ever actually done it or if they have just talked about how cool of an idea that is yeah yeah, I, I mean, I think that would be good. Yeah, I, obviously, it depends on exactly how you're broken. Like, I wasn't able when I broke my leg, I wasn't able to use the scooter because my my knee was involved, so I couldn't mm, kneel on yeah. it. Um, but yeah, definitely another option to check out because um, definitely the videos. Awful. Yeah, the videos that I've seen of people using it. Um, it looks like it can go. It can go a lot of places. The scooter can't, including I think it would probably be a lot easier to get upstairs if you need to do that uh, mm-hmm. using it. You can carry stuff, and it feels more normal too. Yeah, yeah. Um, the second thing that I love is uh, Kayla Woodward, who was on our show, uh, is a derby player in Arch at Arch Rival, which is in St. Louis, Missouri. And they are going to Spain for playoffs, and Minnesota is actually not going to Spain for, or we're not going to playoffs this year because of a lot of factors. We weren't able to go to Spain for these playoffs. So we are kind of throwing our support behind Arch Rival. And um, Arch has this campaign right now that if, because nobody knows, like nobody in the world really knows what Arch Rival really means, it doesn't Uh say a, a state or a city. And so they're, they're auctioning off the, rights to rename their team for the fourth playoffs and what they're doing is like you can name it anything but most mm-hmm. people are choosing arch rival and then fill in the blank mm-hmm. and so you it's a great fundraising idea for 20 bucks you can suggest a new name and then for five bucks you can vote once for any name that already exists oh, so cool. you can throw in yeah you can throw in i threw in 10 bucks and uh we we are campaigning for the arch rival Minnesota All Stars, <laughs> we're we're buds with arch rival. We love them. They love us. Hopefully, but we're not able to go. Mm-hmm. And I think it would just be so fun if the announcers would then announce whatever name is being used. Yeah. And so I think I think that's funny. The arch rival Minnesota All Stars. How about the arch rival so. Bodie McBoat faces? <laughs> That was offered as a suggestion. (laughs) Uh, But listeners, if you want to do that, feel free. Uh, If you go to just Arch Rivals Facebook group, then uh, vote for whomever, whatever name strikes your fancy, but throw your monetary support behind all of the teams that are going to Spain because we figured out it would be at least a 20-hour trip for us and uh, probably five days off of work or weekend right. and about $2,000 a person. Yeah. So there are a multitude of factors, but those are only some of them about us not being able to go. Well, cool. Yeah. So our travel Minnesota All-Stars. Vote, vote early, vote often <laughs> with your money. All right. Anything else, Sarah? I, I think that's it for this week. 
Okay. Well, you can find us on the internet at ididathingpod.com, on Facebook at I Did a Thing Podcast, and on Twitter and Instagram at I Did a Thing Pod. If you have any questions, comments, want to say hello, you can feel free to email us at ididathingpod at gmail.com. And thanks for listening. And go do a thing. Go do a thing. Go do a thing. Woo-hoo.